Welcome to episode one, the podcast where we watch the first episode of a web series and talk about it. I'm Michael. And I'm Eric. And this week we watched Penis. Yes. I'm surprised that they were able to like make that the name of the show. Like Hulu is a is a it's pretty equally adult and child focused, right? Yeah, but so I should just come out and call it penis. Penis is like a clinical term. Like I agree. That doesn't mean that like people are just co- like you wouldn't see a show on ABC called Penis, right? Like you don't expect to see that, right? I mean, there was like Uncle Penis's Funhouse back in the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> you win this one. <laughs> okay, so we watched Pen Fifteen. Yes, a show where two grown women pretend like they're twelve. <laughs> Seventh graders in middle school, with the rest of the cast being children, and it's weird. That was the weirdest part for me. Like this, this, it's just they were doing all this gross stuff, but like with actual fourteen-year-olds. Like what type of gross stuff? I don't. I don't know. Maybe it was just that I didn't like the show. It felt like everything was kind of gross. Why didn't you like it? It felt like. It, do you remember when we uh, – we, we definitely haven't released this episode. I don't know if we ever will. But, like, you remember when we watched Everything Sucks? Yes. You remember what I didn't like about that? No. What I didn't like about that and I don't like about this is that it seems like it's just a, hey, remember the 90s? Or, hey, remember the, like, late 90s, early aughts? That was the thing. Yeah. This took me back to – I guess I would have been high school in this era and not middle school, but playing hacky sack and drinking surge. Did you play hacky sack? I remember playing hacky sack in the sixth grade for like two minutes. And then I I think I went and bought a hacky sack, but then never played it again. Yeah, I had a hacky sack. Do Do you still have a hacky sack? No, I do not. I had a hacky sack and... I kicked it around a little. I never, like, went to the backyard and practice, and I'm pretty sure I never, like, went up to people with the hacky sack and went, like, hey, want to kick around the old sack? <laughs> that never happens. So I just got the saddest image playing in my head of, like, a group of kids playing hacky sack, and you just sitting off in the corner, like, <laughs> kicking it to yourself, but poorly because you never practice or play with actual people. Yeah, I played with a, a group of people... A handful of times, but it was fun. Mainly by accident when they accidentally kicked it your way because you were standing in the corner. Right. And, and it just like hit me. And you kick it and hit it onto the roof and they get really mad. Like, ah, goddammit, Michael. <laughs> yep. And that's how I lost the hacky sack that I bought. Yep. I had to give it to them. Yep. Um, so the plot of this is these two grown women play best friends who do everything together. Everything. And they're losers. Yep. And they get made fun of. One of the girls gets declared the ugliest girl in school. And they tease her about it. That's about it. Yeah. There wasn't much to this, was there? There was... So they've got, like, their other friend, Sam, that I think likes Maya. Yes. And then they got the 
Sam, or I'm sorry, Maya's older brother, who, what's the other character's name? I don't know. That, like, I literally wrote down most characters' name. I, that's the only one I didn't. She was the, like, Except for the other main character? Yeah. So it was Maya. Her older brother's name was uh, Shuji or Shugi. I think it was Shugi. Okay. And the other one, I just, like, I, I, after I wrote down Maya, I just started referring to them as bowl cut and braces. Those braces were awful. Yeah. And was it a cold sore that she had? Did she have a cold sore? I didn't notice that. (laughs) How could you not notice the cold sore? Everything about her mouth was kind of a mess. And I think that was the point is she's just so braced up and has a hard time talking and all that sort of stuff as a result that I just couldn't watch her face. Yeah, it was pretty painful. Some uncomfortable things for me. They wanted to have their first kiss together. That was what was uncomfortable? Then you definitely didn't like what they talk about later. (laughs) They want to get their first fingers together? Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Yep, that was the one. That was disturbing. That was the one that, uh, like, again, we're talking about... I I think that that was so... Not the idea of getting fingered, just the idea of, like, two 30-year-old women pretending to be 14-year-olds talking about getting their first finger. Just, uh, I was... Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like the show was catered towards me. Despite growing up in the 90s, I feel like it was catered to a very specific audience, which was women that grew up in the late 90s, early aughts. Were you not a loser kid? Oh, like a thousand percent, for sure. Me too. But not the kind of, like, not the kind of loser, like, that got beat up and got, like, signs written all around the school about how I was the ugliest kid in school or anything like that. I was more like the loser that you just literally didn't think about or talk about ever. Oh, yeah? I was in a big, I was in a big high, like, middle school and high school, like, 400 people in my class, so, like, I just faded in the background. Oh, I had... 70 people in my high school class. That makes it a very different conversation. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, middle school wasn't fun. I had a group of friends. I got bullied a lot all the way through high school. And then by junior and senior year, everybody sort of settled down and got along. So they're in seventh grade and talking about getting fingered. And they talk about like hand jobs and stuff. Yeah, but mostly in a derogatory, like, oh, Becky was giving hand jobs to two guys about behind the middle school or something. Right. That type of stuff. I guess I didn't know what other people were doing in seventh grade, but that wasn't like a thing for me. I think that, yeah. Yeah, maybe that's the disconnect that I felt. Like, I feel like as uh, uh, the, the fade in the background kind of loser... I was not having those conversations or even really like wanting to talk about that with anyone, let alone my friend, like the few friends that I did have in middle school. Maybe this kind of loser does talk about it. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe girls are different. That, that may be the other part of it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that type of stuff was happening in 
It was definitely happening in my middle school. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe I just didn't know about it. Or at least it was being gossiped about. Like, uh-huh. I, I can't say for sure that that should actually happen. I didn't see it or experience it myself. Right. But I do, like, know that there were people that were ostracized because they were caught giving a blowjob out behind the gym or whatever. Like, huh. yeah. Should we... T- oh, man. Actually, I just had a flashback in uh, 7th or 8th grade health class and one of the girls asking if you could get preg- pregnant from drinking semen. And everybody thought that she was giving blowjobs. Was she? I don't know. <laughs> Not to me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, should we talk about our experiences entering our own sexual maturity? Why don't you start, and we'll see how I land on this. <laughs> I had a feeling you're gonna get me to start. <laughs> Can't we'll just cancel that conversation. Yep. Um. Yeah, I mean, I knew I was more conscious of that type of stuff happening in high school. Still, not to me, but yeah. Yeah, I don't think I was any more conscious of that. In high, like, honestly, the the transition from middle school to high school. None, none of that, like, tracked. Like, I didn't follow, like, didn't hear about people having sex. I didn't, it, and again, it was probably just the friend group I grew up with until mm-hmm. probably, like, maybe junior or senior year. Yeah, I agree. I, it was probably my friend group, too. I was such a good kid. I believe it. <laughs> uh, when I pulled up Hulu to watch this, I saw that the first two episodes had already been watched. So, Shay made it one more episode than I'm going to. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Did you ask Shay about, like, what she thought about it? No, I haven't talked to her about watching it. Do you think that we can put her on speakerphone and... <laughs> oh, she's, like... at, she's at work. So is that a no? That's a no. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Did you have pranks like that happening in your middle school? Like the the signs and the UGIS and... No, that's what I'm saying. I don't... Like, if that happened, it was to a different type of loser. Like, I... And away from my vision. I don't recall that sort of thing happening. Mm-hmm. Signs going up, like any of that stuff. So I moved around a lot up until middle school when we finally settled down in Ames. And, like, then it was middle school through high school in Ames. Prior to middle school, like... This, some of the schools I had been in, I could see that sort of thing happening. Like there was a little more contentious, like, and I had friends that were getting bullied and that sort of stuff, but I was still like approaching six foot tall in like the sixth grade. So it wasn't. Nobody messed around with you. Yeah. Even though I'm like the biggest fucking, it's still the case now. Like I'm the biggest fucking wuss, but like nobody, me saying this out loud into the ether means I'm going to get the crap kicked out of me now at some point <laughs> because somebody's going to take this as a challenge, but like I've never been in a fight ever. Yeah, I've never been in a fight. I I mean, honestly, I only got beat up once or twice. Like, really, like, punched and pounded on. Other yeah. than that, it was just shoving down and, mm. make, you know, calling me names and stuff. Yeah, putting so. just signs. Or Ubis. 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 Oh, I was definitely considered the Ubis. Like, yeah. I was, uh, girls did not like me. Because at the end of this, they find out that they've been documenting the UGIS every year for however many years or whatever. Maybe there's a UBIS sign in, like, the girls' room. Uh, yeah, it could at your be. middle school. Yeah, girls like me now, so. I mean, at least one. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
are we entering the period where we are doing 2000s nostalgia instead of 90s nostalgia? So here's the thing about this show. Mm -hmm. It played itself up like it was 2000s nostalgia because, or even late 90s nostalgia, because this was, they open up the the show by her opening up her year 2000 yearbook, right? Yeah. But I started to, like, a lot of the songs and stuff and the things that they're mentioning, like Surge and stuff like that, I started to look up because I was like, something about this, like, doesn't track for me. I feel like a lot of these things were way earlier than 2000 because 2000, I was, I would have been starting my junior year in high school. Yeah, I would have been a freshman in college. Um, but like the songs surge, it turns out, I guess did go until like 2003, but I'm pretty sure it basically died off for me and like my friend group in like, it started in 96, or 97 and it basically died off the year after like we all drank a lot of it, OD'd and we're done. Yeah. I remember when I was a freshman, which would have been 2000, I worked in the food service and we had a pop machine that had surge in it. And I remember thinking like. Surge isn't a little over. What yeah. are we? Yeah. Yeah. Is this still going on? Yeah. Yeah. So all that to, to say, I don't feel like as much as this was set up to be 2000s nostalgia, it still felt like 90s nostalgia for me. Like most of the songs, like the music and stuff like that, that I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I remember that song. I yeah. look it up and it's like, yep, 97. The clear phone. Yes. That was it, definitely not 2000. Like, no. No, that was from like when I was in middle school. Yeah. So I feel like they, they were trying to go for middle school nostalgia, not 90s or aughts nostalgia. I feel like they were just trying to mash up like everything to make it more mass appealing. But all it did was just take me out of the moment a lot of like, that wasn't a thing. Ace Ventura, that was a yes. weird... Yeah. That, that's what started me looking this up. Her talking about, like, she goes up in front of the class and the teacher asks, what did you do with your summer? And she said that she watched Ace Ventura like six times. And I was like... In 2000? What the fuck? Yeah. Look it up. Yeah, no, that movie came out in 1994. Yeah. She does do, like, a really funny bit in front of the class where she impersonates Ace Ventura and some of the bits in it and, like, does a funny job at it and gets the class going. It's Was it actually funny or was was Jim Carrey so funny as Ace Ventura that it, like, sort of, like, came through here? I think the choice could have been made for that character to just do a terrible job being Ace Ventura. And Fair she, enough. she did it all right. Yeah, she did it all right. So we talked about this before, and you said that a couple parts made you laugh. Yes. What were the? So there was one when they were sitting in the van getting ready to go to school. And so we mentioned that Maya Bullcut has an older brother, Shuji, who's in eighth grade. Yeah. And her friend, Braces, has a crush on him very clearly. Right. And as they're getting out of the van, she turns and she says, hey, Sh- Shuji, ha- happy eighth grade. <laughs> and I don't know what about it made me laugh, but it was just so fucking funny. And like, it was, it was very socially awkward and like in a, a funny way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the other one? Um, it was really infantile. It was later when one, somebody walked by and yelled at her and said, hey, you just, and she just like immediately burst into go fuck your mom. And that made me laugh a lot. I wrote, go fuck your mom down. Yep. I'll tell you the part that made me laugh the hardest was when this stuff was happening to her and they go to Suji to get him to beat up the kids and Suji says um, that he's not going to beat up a seventh grader, but I'll give you some things that you can do to say to him. And so 
Maya says, oh, thank you. He's like, yeah, okay, leave. And then she goes in to hug him, and he pushes her away. Yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah. But uh, Suji's a good big brother, it seems like. Yeah. I sure hope we're saying his name right. I think it's Shuji. Shuji. That's how I wrote it, anyway. Okay. Yeah, he seemed like an all right big brother. Like, yeah. aloof, but there when you need him. Yeah, he cares. He wrote her, like, that nice note, like... I'm proud of you for sticking up for yourself and all that type of and stuff. And then he wrote her a map to where they had written all the Yugis's of years past so that she could scratch it off, cathartically, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's not like they can't just write it again below that, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Also, that's why your dad died. <laughs> you have an armadillo dick and that's why your dad died? <laughs> yeah, uh... <laughs> I don't think I had time to laugh because all I could say I, – I was watching this on my laptop with my headphones on while Catholic Liberty Games or whatever. And I don't think I had time to laugh at that point in time because I just threw my headphones off and I was like, oh, no. Nope. Nope. You've got – like, this is this has gone from like, oh, you're bad at this to, oh, shit. That's – nope. That's harsh. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote this down. Maybe because it connected with me really deeply, but probably because I thought it was dumb. But when they're talking to each other at the end of the show – Towards the end of the show, braces and bullcut. Bullcut is talking about how like she just she can't do seventh grade. She's had to deal with all this ugis stuff, and she did a bad job of making fun of the kid who had nominated her for ugis or whatever. Ugis is ugliest girl in school. Yeah, I just realized that. now we've been saying this this entire yeah. You can edit that back in back there, right? <laughs> sure, absolutely. Um, and she says I can't do seventh grade, and her her best friend braces is talking to her about like how like we can do this together. And that's where I think she makes the comment about how we're going to get first fingers together. And like, yeah, no gross. Um, but again, not being fingered, the, the idea of like being in the same room together, that's the part that grosses me out. Like I don't, that's, that's a solitary or not solitary. I guess it's a partner activity. I don't need other people there when I get fingered anyway. Um, wait, hold on. (laughs) No, 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 we're good. Um, no, it's when Braces says to Bullcut, you are my actual rainbow gel pen in a sea of blue and black. That I was like, shit, that was poetic. <laughs> that was really beautiful. Yeah. I, I'm not going to watch the show again, but I think that it was well done. I think it was funny. And it had, like like that, it had some good writing in it. And those two lead actresses did a really good job. I thought- I, I felt like they oversold sold their their nerddom. And maybe I just didn't know people that were this nerdy, but like they, they there was just this felt like a caricature of of nerds and I don't like a show that's based on that. I, I'm not interested in a show that's based on that. It's the same sort of thing as like Big Bang Theory. There's some funny stuff there, but they're caricatures of, of nerds. Like it's there are people like that, but I don't think that it's relatable. Um what funny stuff do you think isn't the Big Bang Theory. When uh, Sheldon says, like, Bazinga? Uh-huh. Or, like, when he, like, knocks on the door and says, Penny. That's pretty funny. I don't know that because I've never watched the Big Bang Theory. He's probably on the spectrum in some capacity. So, like, yeah. he's got these, like, rhythms and routines that he has to do. And one of them is to knock three times and say the person, the name of the person that he's knocking for. And he's like, knock, 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 Penny. Knock, 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 Penny. And he's got to do that three times, including after someone's opened the door. 
you know how I watched the first three or four seasons of that show. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was pretty funny. It was a not great representation of nerd culture. Maybe a great one, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what that means, but at that point in time, it was still like, oh, this is kind of funny. Like, there's some clever, some clever humor in here. And then it does what any sitcom that goes beyond three or four years and it turns into, like, we're all characters of ourselves and everything spins off the rails. Would you recommend that I watch the first few seasons of Big Bang Theory? I would recommend you watch an episode to see before you determine that you're going to watch a few seasons worth, yeah. Dude, that's the premise of this podcast. Watching an episode of something to determine it. So what you're saying is that we've gone against the... the <laughs> actual premise of the show, though, in that we're now talking about a not-at-all streaming exclusive. As a matter of fact, I'm not sure it's streaming anywhere. <laughs> um, what about, like, Freaks and Geeks? What do you think of that? Never watched it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's another one of those... Firefly was the same way was the same way for me for a long time, where I didn't want to watch it because it had end, I had heard it, like, it ended prematurely. I didn't get a chance to, like, this was such a great show. So I didn't find out about it until after all of that, and I just haven't Going back to watch it. It's sitting in my Netflix queue to watch at some point in time, but I just never got around to it. It's worth the watch. Yeah. And Firefly is one of my all-time faves. Yeah, Firefly is fantastic. Yeah. I've definitely watched I watched that like when the movie was coming out at the time I worked at the movie theater. And I was like, I that looks fun. I better watch a show before that. And Yeah. And the movie does a good job of giving you some closure. Yeah. So, anyway, what were what were we talking about? Uh Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. <laughs> so did you ever write boobs on a calculator? Yes, definitely. The other thing, um, in like seventh grade, you had to have, or maybe it was eighth grade, you had to have uh, graphing calculators. Yeah, and you played that drug dealing game on Yes, de- of course. Um, but also, it had some, and I don't know what they were ever used for, but it had some letters on it, I'm sure, so that you could apply variables to things. But what I used it for instead was um, I had a math teacher... Um, whose last name was Co C O E, and I would and I fucking hated her, and so I would write on my calculator Co is ass with the C a zero, a zero an E a one a five the A and then two fives. Eric, that's naughty. I was very naughty. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember writing that one point in time and being really because she had pissed me off about one thing or another, and then she was walking on my desk and I'm frantically trying to like. <laughs> Erase it from the screen of my calculator. <laughs> I don't recall that I got in trouble for that, so I'm guessing she didn't see it. But I didn't get in trouble a lot. One time when I was in 7th or 8th grade, we were in class, and some kids behind me were trying to swear in Pig Latin. So they are trying to say, fuck, in Pig Latin. So they were saying, fuck, a. Eh? Because I didn't, you know, get how it did it. So I turned around and I said, that's not how Pig Latin works. You have to take the first letter and add it to the end. So it would be Ukfe. And the teacher overheard me say Ukfe and got me in trouble and made me write sentences. Somebody said, but he didn't actually say the word. And the teacher said, but the intent was there. And I said, yeah, but if I would have said like, fudge the intent would be there but i wouldn't be in trouble right now and he said you still gotta write some sentences and i was like this is injustice 
This is when you realize that teachers are fallible and... Yeah. yeah. Dan Franciscan. Oh, shit. I'm putting you on blast. I was right and you were wrong. He was actually one of the better teachers uh, of my college career. He really cared about kids and... He was in college? You had to write sentences in college? Did I say college? You definitely did. <laughs> my pre-college career. Okay, got it. That's yeah. way less disturbing. <laughs> yeah, this was 7th or 8th grade. Okay. He cared a lot about the kids and was a good teacher, but that, he was wrong. I was I'm putting him on blast. I was fully expecting this story to end with you saying, yeah, but the intent was there, or wasn't there, and for him to say, too fucking bad. <laughs> Middle school, lunchtime, my friend spills his milk. He says, hey, can I use your napkin? I say, yeah. He takes my napkin, he sops up the milk. He says, here's your napkin back. I say, I don't want that napkin back. You just used it to soak up that milk. And he's like, no, 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 it's your napkin. It's like, what are you talking about? I don't want that napkin. Now, what are you talking about? This escalated to the point of the napkin sitting on the table. The janitor coming over to the table, crossing his arms and being like, who's taking this napkin? And us having to <laughs> split the napkin in half and each throw away oh half God. of it. Oh, my God. So, a few years ago, I sent that guy a Facebook message, and I was like, hey, do you remember that? What was what was up with that? And he was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I totally should have just thrown that napkin away. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> and I felt pretty vindicated. Start a podcast where you just put people from middle school on blast. <laughs> nah, that guy's a good guy, too. Okay. Uh, one time in middle school, like your lunchtime thing reminded me of this. Uh, I had a friend of mine who we were eating lunch together and he had a uh, tomato left over from his lunch from his salad or whatever, like just a little cherry tomato. And he said, you want this? And I was like, no, I, I hate tomatoes. He said, you sure you don't want this? And I was like, dude, get away from me. Like, I really hate tomatoes. Um, and then he squeezed it on my food and got some on my hand. So I punched him. I really fucking hate tomatoes. <laughs> I didn't know this about you. Yeah. I really don't like tomatoes. Hmm. What about like tomato sauce and tomato paste? Go with it. Ketchup. Yep, go with it. Hmm, just it's like... mostly a textural thing. Ah, got it. And it's a, it's an it's like an after scent thing. Like there's I don't know what it is. Like the juice getting on my hand, it really pissed me off because I knew like unless I went and like washed my hands, my hand was gonna smell like tomato and it's gonna piss me off. So I punched him. <laughs> Not like in the face or anything. Just like slugged him in the shoulder, in the arm, yeah. in the head. One time in middle school, we went at music class and I don't remember the teacher's name but I'm putting him on blast we were sitting in the music room waiting for class to start and four or five guys I'm just sitting there in my chair mind my own business four or five guys are goofing off and the teacher must have been having a bad day he walked in and they're goofing off and he just goes you 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 to the principal's office and one of the people he pointed to was me and I was like, I wasn't doing anything. It's like, I don't care. Get to the principal's office. It's like, all right. And we all went to the principal's office and we were sitting there waiting to talk to the principal. And the principal's like, what are you doing here? Because I didn't cause trouble. I was like, ah. But music teacher. Oh, man. What was his name? Mr. Music. Mr. Music, you're on blast. 
he was actually kind of cool too. The you know how you said earlier that you were a good kid in middle school. Yeah, you got into a lot of like shit where like people just don't believe you. Are you sure you were a good kid? Like you said, teachers aren't infallible. That teacher was having a bad day and just pointed at the kids, and I got you caught in the crossfire. Yeah, I got caught in the crossfire. Dan Franciscan was just flat out wrong, and he motherfucking knows it. Same with Mr. Music. He's on blast. Expect a public apology. That's right. On Twitter, don't at us. Do you want to write episode two? I don't know that I have a lot of great ideas for episode two. Before we get started writing episode two, and maybe this will help us launch pad into that. Yeah. I will tell you what I definitely thought episode two was going to be before the episode ran longer than I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, so you mentioned earlier that Shugi gave Bull Cut a letter at the end of it saying, hey, I'm really proud of you. Yeah. What he also gave her that she opened up was a map. Yes. In the actual show, it was a map to the boys' locker room where they were keeping the list of the Ugesses of years past. What I thought, I thought that was going to be the end of the episode, and I thought we were going to get in some Harry Potter-style hijinks, where, like, she had some sweet map to the, like, fucking, like, back hallways of the school. I don't know what I thought was going to happen. I just was like, oh, shit, what did he just give her? And then the next scene happens, I'm like, oh, that was fucking stupid. Yeah, I, I had the same thought, actually. Was that he was letting her in on the cool bad kid? I thought it was going to be the Pen Fifteen Club. <laughs> yeah, the Penis Club. Yeah. Here's my episode two. My okay. idea: bowl cut embraces, and Sam are all in band. Okay, because they're loser kids. Yeah, bowl cut. Yeah, bowl cut plays trumpet. Braces plays the flute. All the popular girls play the flute, too. But they're all, like, first chair. I think it's really hard to play the flute with braces. Anyway, yeah. continue. <laughs> yes, and she does it anyway. <laughs> so, all the popular girls are, like, first chair flute. And she's, like, last chair flute. But then she gets promoted to first chair. So now she's in with all the popular girls. And uh, starts gaining popularity. And... Um, there's like a little bit of a rift between her and Volcut. Also, there's a subplot where Sam, like at the beginning of the episode, he like pulls out a pack of cigarettes when nobody's around and he like opens it up and he takes one cigarette out and he starts smoking it. And then later he hears Volcut talk about how smoking is gross and she would never be with somebody that smokes. So he like tears him up and crumples him up and destroys the cigarettes. And these two plot lines converge when Braces is going to get them into the cool party, but they need cigarettes to get in. <laughs> but Sam <laughs> destroyed his cigarettes, and now he can't give them to the girls to impress them. It's a pretty good episode. <laughs> really? Or is it a bad episode? Given the loose touch with reality, at least my reality that this show had, that episode had a similarly loose touch with reality. My episode? Yeah. My episode was, like, so grounded in reality. Except for the part where, like, you have to bring cigarettes to get into a party. I don't know. I didn't go to parties. Maybe I'm thinking of jail. <laughs> you might be thinking, you might be mixing up that whole, like, jail where cigarettes are used as currency and middle and high school were, like, bringing alcohol gets you into a party. 
Yeah, okay, so let's tweak the idea then. So what do they need cigarettes for to gain popularity with the cool girls? Oh, no, I was thinking, like, let's kick it up a notch and he doesn't need to bring cigarettes, he needs to bring meth. Super meth? Yes, super meth. Supermeth.com <laughs> Go there. <laughs> I hope you're proud of yourself. Yes, I am. Okay. Okay. So maybe to get popularity, maybe one of the cool girls smokes. Or maybe one of the cool boys smoke, and so... Yeah, there's definitely, like, a scene in this episode where the cool kids are smoking, and blonde, uh, uh, Braces or Bullcut walks over and is like, oh, you guys smoke? Like, I smoke too. And, like, she takes a big puff and, like, hacks up a lung. Mm-hmm. So that happens. So now they got to get their hands on their own cigarettes to, like, practice smoking. Let's practice look cool smoking. Yep, And then eventually Sam gets a hold of some more cigarettes, because he got them before, but he has to spend, like, his last bit of his allowance or something on it, and he was really planning on, like, fixing up a skateboard, but he makes that sacrifice for his secret love, Maya. So he gets those cigarettes, and he gives, gives them to the girls, and then there's, like, a funny scene of them practicing smoking and, like, messing up and all that type of stuff. Yeah, and instead of going to the party, she stays back with Sam. Because he doesn't have cigarettes to get into the party with anymore since he gave them up. We scrapped that idea. We scrapped that having to get cigarettes into the party, use cigarettes to get into the party idea. I just thought it was dumb. I didn't think that, like, we were abandoning it. Oh. When, when has something being dumb meant we've abandoned anything on this You're podcast? Right. You're right. They get invited to a cigarette party. Uh-huh. Yes. So they use the cigarettes to get into the cigarette party. Yep, and it's just teens, teens and like preteens just smoking everywhere. That's all they're doing. Yeah, and then somebody pulls out a bag of meth, and they're like, hey, want to do some meth? It's not just regular meth. And they say, super meth or nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Supermeth.com. So how do we do on that? Episode two, do you think? I mean, it's as good as any of our episodes two, two have been. Maybe not as good as, but, like, it's as good as the average episode two. Okay. I think we've got some, like, some, like, apex episode twos, and then we've got some just, like, real stinkers. I don't know that this was quite a stinker. Yeah. But it definitely didn't reach the levels of, like, Cobra Kai. Yeah. For example. Or what's another good episode two we did? We might only have just the one good episode. Yeah. Oh, uh, Hyperdrive. With the Rev. Yeah. Okay. With the Rev. Okay. All right. Would you watch this again? No. I'm done. Like, it's, it's, like I have a similar, like, ambivalence to the show that you expressed earlier, but without the belief that, like, they did a good job at parts. I don't know that the writing was all that great. I feel like the characters were characters themselves. It felt like, I don't know if it's because the main character bowl cut reminded me a little of Alex Borstein from back when she was on Mad TV. She had the same bowl cut that uh, Miss Swan had, like that character that she would play. Mm. Um, but I just kept feeling like this was a little like a Mad TV sketch that just went on way too long. Like it just wasn't, it tried to ride the line between like being really like bombastic and silly and also being sort of grounded in reality and neither really landed for me. Mm. So no, nope. Me what about you? 
No, I, I'm not going to rewatch it. I've got a question. Have you rewatched any show we've done for this podcast? Rewatched or like continued Continued watching? watching. Fuck, that's an excellent question. And the answer is probably no. Yeah, I was editing our Ozark episode, which is bad and sounds bad and will not be released. In case, unless there's an emergency. Unless there's an emergency. If you see that Ozark has been released, you should be concerned for our health and safety because we've only released because we have literally nothing else to do. Right. I would rather release nothing. We anyway. could do like a fundraiser where if we were earn so so much money. We give them a shitty episode. episode? Yeah. And or we do, we finally do Yummy Mummies. So anyway, you were listening to Ozark. And, and I was like, man. I should rewatch this, but I still haven't watched. Had you watched Ozark before? No. You were in a... Continue watch. Continue watching. Got yeah, it. sorry. I keep saying rewatch when I mean continue watch. I stand by my assessment, which since it will never be released, I don't feel bad about saying it again. That, that show made me want to slip my wrist. It's just like very depressing, and I have to be in a very particular mood. Yeah. Um, and it didn't hook me to the point where like I have to know what's next. Another example of a show that kind of makes me want to slip my wrist just by how dour it is. But I am watching is Mindhunter. Season two of that just fucking dropped, and we've been all over that shit. Yeah, well, let's save it for when we do Mindhunter. We want to do Mindhunter. We've watched that show. All right. Have you watched the Amazing Jonathan documentary yet? No, still not. Okay. Can we talk about it? No spoilers. Go. It's weird. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Have you watched any more Hyperdrive? Nope. Other than the chunk, it's it even show it's not like it's even shows that we liked. A lot of the shows that we liked, I don't know. Like if I'm alone, like Hyperdrive is a show. Kathy's gonna have no interest in, so it'll be like a when I'm alone sort of thing. But when I'm alone, I'm not watching Netflix. I'm generally playing video games or you know yanking something. it, yanking it. Yeah, I like as much as I want to watch Hyperdrive again. I don't know if I'm actually going to. Way to peel back the curtain. I say that I will continue watching, but it's like anything. I have to be in the right mood for it. Yeah. Have you watched any more Boss Baby back in business? Fuck no. No. What's what's wrong with you? <laughs> All right. Do you want to do like a little wrap up thing? Um, I mean, sure. We're st- like you guys already know the the Twitter now that we said it. It's podcast episode one. It's the numeral one. Don't add us. Don't add us. Um, check out our website episode one podcast dot com. Um, or the episode one podcast Facebook group. You can use any of those to get in contact with us, leave comment, do tell us a show we should watch. And then we definitely won't watch that show. Um, and then if you liked the show, make sure to subscribe, leave a review on your podcast for your choice. I still haven't seen any actual reviews, so nobody's listening. No, we only have those three iTunes ratings. That's the only one I've been checking. Um, and then last, but last, last but not least, big thanks to Bosdy for the use of our theme song. Thanks for listening. Oh.